Hello, I'm Guillermina Gonzalez, Executive Director of the Delaware Arts Alliance, your host for today. And with us, we have two excellent musicians, <laughs> Dr. James Wilson and Heather Schwarzentruber. Did I do it correctly? Yes, you did. Very well. Thank you. Uh, Heather, well, welcome to the radio program. It's an honor to have you both here. And we're going to talk about two excellent groups, the Delaware Choral Society and the Delaware Youth Choral. A beautiful combination and and music and and well-versed musicians that we have here. So we're here to learn. Thanks for your time today. Thank you for having us. Yes, thank you. So let's let's uh, let's begin with uh, well, Doctor Wilson. Yes. Uh, let's. Uh, why, Doctor Wilson? Tell us a little bit about you for those who haven't heard. Uh, why the doctorate and and how that <laughs> relates to the uh, Coral Society. Well, my day job is uh, teaching at Wesley College, mm-hmm. and I'm in my fourth year at Wesley, and that's when my wife and I came to Delaware, mm-hmm. and um, in my second year here. Uh, I was uh, lucky to to become the artistic director of the Delaware Choral Society, mm-hmm. and uh, we rehearse in downtown Dover, uh, right where Wesley College is located. Mm-hmm. So it it's perfect for me, right there. Yep. How about you, Heather? Well, I am a born and raised Delawarean. Uh-huh. Um, I was born and raised in Newcastle County, uh, moved down to uh, Sussex County, then transferred to Kent County. So I've been all over the state of Delaware. Um, <laughs> I uh, graduated from uh, Delaware State University, mm-hmm. um, and I currently teach uh, at Holy Cross School in Dover, Delaware. Mm-hmm. I've been there for six years as the music teacher. There you go. And how did you get involved with the Choral Society and eventually with the Youth Choral? The the Delaware Choral Society is, is a community group of singers, and mm-hmm. um, I joined the Choral Society probably about two years ago, mm-hmm. and um, I just, I love singing. Mm-hmm. Um so when um, they were in need of a youth chorale director, I was like, well, I'll do it. Took the opportunity. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yep. There you go. Yeah. So, uh, James, tell us about uh, the Chorale Society, uh, a little bit of the history and how it began, because it's not like a new group. In fact, it's been there, done that for a long time. Yeah, the Choral Society has been an organization uh, since 1957. And uh, in the beginning, they, they came together. Uh, it was really a, a coalition of church choirs mm-hmm. that wanted to sing Handel's Messiah. Mm-hmm. They, couldn't, they, they couldn't pull off the Messiah by themselves individually, <laughs> okay. but, but uh, as a coalition, um, they, they, they had the numbers to do Messiah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, they've done Handel's Messiah about every five years mm-hmm. ever since. And we just did our last Messiah in uh, 2013, or no, it was 14. No, <laughs> 13 14 now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, last year, last okay. two two winters ago, we did Messiah, but the choir has been growing, and uh, we are moving towards doing uh, more choral orchestral mm-hmm. master works mm-hmm. uh, than just the Messiah, right? So Which this, is beautiful, but there's a lot more exactly, to the story. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so so this spring we are doing Mozart's Requiem. Okay. Uh, with orchestra. And uh, professional soloists. There you go. Yeah, and we're also back at the Schwartz Center. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're we're doing place. both of our mm-hmm. our uh, performances at the Schwartz this year, mm-hmm. and uh, the hope is to uh, remain at the Schwartz next year. Mm-hmm. It's a better venue for us. Uh, mm-hmm. It's um, 
better audience seating. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can buy your tickets online at their box office, and uh, it's it's just a, a very elegant. It uh, is indeed hall. a beautiful, beautiful place. Enjoy beautiful place. Yeah. Now, let us learn what makes a good chorale. Uh, we all know what a chorale is, but what makes a very good one, in your opinion? And I want to get both of your opinions. Let's go with uh, with you, Heather. What do you think? What makes truly a good chorale? Well, I think that, first of all, you have to have a passion for singing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe that anyone can, can learn to sing. Mm-hmm. Um, they have the passion and the drive, and they're there at rehearsal. Mm-hmm. Um, and you give 110% at rehearsal. Um, you learn the parts, and... Mm-hmm. You, you blend it together and you make beautiful music. Mm-hmm. But you're also part of a group. Yes. So that plays a yes, role, it's, Oh, guess. yes. It's not, just, it's not just an individual. It's, it's the conglomeration of right. many voices coming together. All right. Mm-hmm. What about you? What, what do you think it should be the ideal chorale? Well, the love for singing and a love for the music that you're singing, mm-hmm. I think, uh, comes first okay um but it's also the coming together of a love for music and and good music mm-hmm. um we have a rep committee that works together at least a year in advance mm. in, in putting our programs together uh-huh. and we we uh we work hard to come up with the best programs we can think of the best uh-huh. music there's there's an art to coming right. up with a program and And the Requiem really isn't the only piece on this program. Uh, we have a few other pieces. Mm-hmm. The, the, the youth choir is singing by themselves. We have a chamber singers mm-hmm. group that's, mm-hmm. that's doing some part songs. And the large group is also doing um, the word. Uh, the, the word was, what's the, the John <laughs> text? Um, in the beginning. Uh, The, the creation? Yeah, the creations. And the Rosephne Powell. Okay. Piece. So we're starting with creation and then moving into um, a jubilant song, which right. is which is uh, a psalm setting. So we're starting with creation and then the love for life. And then the Haydn part songs are about... So there's a story. Uh, yeah. A, st- uh, there, a story to be told. There is. Now let's go back to the uh, Delaware Youth Chorale and how that was born and, and what was the idea behind, what plans do you have? Can we talk about that? Well, the, the Delaware Youth Chorale was, was kind of a dream of the board of the Delaware Choral Society. Mm-hmm. And um, Dr. Stuart Knapp um, kind of spearheaded that whole thing. And it was it was in planning for probably about a year um, before it actually came to fruition. Mm-hmm. Um, we had our first rehearsal uh, this past January mm-hmm. and um, a lot of hard work, sweat and tears went yeah. into uh, actually making it possible. Um, so it's, it's a, it's another venue for uh, children in the Dover area mm-hmm. and, and you know, the, the surrounding communities mm-hmm. to, to come together um, to have fine choral singing for youth. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, that, that's kind of how that was, was birthed. Mm-hmm. Um, and our repertoire is more to introduce children to the, the finer works of, of choral singing. So there's some kind of progression based on what you are saying. Yes. Okay. Could mm-hmm. you speak to that? What kind of progression takes place? Um, the progression would be 
what do you teach first, maybe? And then maybe a couple of weeks after that. I don't know. Please, well, we uh, what we started with was something that was fairly simple. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we started out with the Dona Nobis Pacham, which is a very traditional mm-hmm. uh, song. It's very easy. Um, mm-hmm. You can do a lot with it. And if you get the children singing first, mm. um, it helps to create that wonder and that amazement okay. in vocal singing. Mm-hmm. So... That's usually what we warm up with. Mm-hmm. Um, and I try to keep it light for the kids because, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, they've been in school all day and they just yeah. kind of want to let loose. And it's sometimes it's hard to <laughs> corral them all um, right. to, to focus on the nitty gritty of, of the other pieces that we do. So um, I kind of chunk it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, each song, we have three songs mm. that we've went through. We've learned mm-hmm. the, the full um, the full work mm-hmm. and um, we're we're starting on our fourth so we have about five or six in what we would like to do for this upcoming concert in April mm-hmm. so it's it, they love it they love it and a lot of them have never been exposed to um, uh, choral type of choral music. type music or or more of the classical pieces I so it, it's really it's neat got to be to a see challenge them. It, it is for some of them but they're they're it piques their interest it um does. yeah it does you can just you see it in their eyes they're like whoa did that just come out of my mouth <laughs> so they're they're learning different that languages and you know they're learning latin um and they kind of think that's funny, you know, to an extent. So, you know, we go over what it means. So it's, it really is a teaching choir. Uh-huh. Um, they're, they're learning about, you know, basics of music theory, mm-hmm. um, how it all comes together in a particular piece, uh-huh. um, how the different parts play against each other. Uh-huh. And it's, it's really a learning experience for them. And, and I think they enjoy it. If, if you can keep a child's attention for an hour and a half. That, that's I think you're doing something. That, that's yeah. No, no. Yeah. Kudos to that because that's a challenge. Yes, it can be. Jim, what is your take on that? How did you help um, produce the sort of speak? Uh, not produce, but train or create the Delaware Youth Chorale. Well, it gives it gives the the kids not only uh, more singing opportunities outside mm-hmm. of school. But it also gives them the chance to work on pieces um, or segments of a large choral orchestra mm-hmm, work. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they don't have the opportunity to sing a portion of Mozart's Requiem uh, in their schools. Uh, right. and, and we give that to them. Uh, they're going to sing a, a small portion of one of the movements. It's called the, the Confutatis. And so the, the men are singing about how they're confounded and the strings are, are, are um, playing hellfire mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and then this angelic voice comes out of the sopranos and alto singing call call me among the blessed mm-hmm. and it's and it's uh very simple and sustained and it's a perfect passage for the kids to sing and uh it, it's almost symbolic in a way how they're singing this angelic sound that, right that, right that 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 comes from a very um innocent and peaceful place in the heart that sounds so beautiful. Let me, uh, we have to continue talking, but let me re-engage with the audience to remind our listeners that you are tuned into News Radio 1450 WILM and 1410 WDOV for the Delaware State of the Arts radio show. We have today with us Dr. James Wilson uh, from the Del- Delaware Choral Society and also Heather Schwarzen-Truber. Mm-hmm. Uh, from the Delaware Youth Chorale. 
Is my German improving? Yes, it is. <laughs> my goodness, that's a challenge. Sorry, guys, it's not my forte, as you can see. But in any event, we're learning a lot about uh, the launching of the Delaware Youth Chorale and also the wonderful work that the Delaware Chorale Society has been doing for a long time. It was created, if I remember correctly, back in 57 or so. That's right. That's right. So it's not like a, it, it is a young work. You are super young, so well, looks like young, maybe. I don't know, Heather. Let's <laughs> talk you. about ages <laughs> later on, but <laughs> not right now. For the time being, uh, it, it's an organization that's been in the Dover area for quite some time. So, and it's wonderful that you're engaging new audiences with uh, the Delaware Youth Chorale. And you were talking uh, about uh, engaging new audiences. And I was wondering, how do you connect with audiences that perhaps because of the lack of public education related to the arts, and in some occasions to music, it might be more challenging to engage them because they sometimes do not know about these pieces. Right. Okay. Right? So right. How, do you want to speak to that, Jim? Sure. We, we strive to program as much variety as possible. Uh, we, we we mix in classical music uh, from from all of the the eras within. We mm-hmm. try to have a mixture of baroque and classical and mm-hmm. and romantic pieces, twentieth mm-hmm. century pieces, uh, maybe some pieces in a different language, but also music in English, mm-hmm. um, gospel pieces, mm-hmm. spirituals, world pieces. Uh, the la- last Christmas we did a, a an African. Christmas piece with oh, with percussion, uh-huh. and um, you know we we try to program a little a little bit for everyone. So, so again, it's like a like a progression. You begin where what? Tell me, Heather, what in your experience is the thing that attracts them the most? Uh, well, for for students, um, I would think it would be the beat of the song. Okay, um, children learn to listen to music, um, you know, as, as they're growing and maturing. Uh-huh. But I think for children, what attracts them is is the, the style of music. Mm-hmm. Um, and I noticed that a lot of composers uh, and arrangers nowadays will take a more classical piece, mm-hmm. but they'll kind of put a little contemporary flair on it to mm-hmm. pique the interest of the younger generations. So it, it kind of gets their feet wet in, in both worlds. Mm-hmm. And again, it just creates that, that interest. Oh, you know, what, what else can we, what else do we got? Which is what Jim was saying. It's a hybrid of classicals plus the things that are happening right now and maybe some kind of hip hop kind of thing. Um, not necessarily my cup of tea, <laughs> but, but that's the kind of thing that people are, are exposed to at this mm-hmm. time. So if you want to track them, you have to send some kind of signal to get them. Yeah, we haven't done any hip hop yet. No, maybe I'm. <laughs> maybe I, one day. <laughs> I'm open to it. <laughs> I, I mean, the the point to make is what Heather was saying is is how to attract them because they they haven't been exposed right in many different occasions. It's just that they don't know right. So to bring them, maybe you need to begin by saying hip hop. Next thing you know, they're <laughs> singing Messiah. I don't know. It, it's it's um, it's something we think about. It, it's. It's, it is a challenge. Um, many people have heard of Handel's Messiah. Many people have heard of Mozart's Requiem. So uh, that helps uh-huh. if, if, you, if you have the posters and the flyers of the piece that mm-hmm. people recognize, uh, they may tend to come out mm-hmm. for it. 
um, we hope to do Car- uh, Carmina Burana by Carl yeah. Orff. And uh, I think a lot of people recognize that. And that's a very fun, energetic piece. People recognize it from the movies. It's used in the movies so often. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that is that is true. That's the kind of things that you typically hear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, to, to get people to come in, well, f- first of all, we strive for quality. And, right. and um, you know, we, we put on the best program that we can um, and, and we sing with as much heart as we have in. And um, the hope is that audience members will come back because right. they enjoy the program. And because and of the quality, as you clearly said before. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. If you have a good product, they are going to come back. Exactly. Yeah. Now, what makes both of you teaching music? There's got to be some kind of passion that began somewhere, somehow. Hmm, I don't know. I think we just decided one day, let's just teach music. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, that too. But how was the beginning for you? Let's go with you, Jim. How how did you begin being related to music, to the point that you are now teaching music? Yeah, I I had a dream to, to to teach at the high school level. And uh, when I was in graduate school, um, I had an opportunity to, 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 to get my doctorate uh, and, and become a, a teaching assistant and, um, and, and working with other college students while I was there uh, taught me that, mm-hmm. that I really enjoy working with college students and mm-hmm. working at that level. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had such a great experience as a voice major in college. Um, uh, working in studio voice mm-hmm. and, uh, and performing that uh you know my wife is a singer and she works at wesley with me and mm-hmm. and uh and we kind of work as a team in teaching voice and and um and watching students learn so much about themselves and mm. become more confident mm-hmm. in in their daily life through art mm-hmm. and and you know, we've been we've been growing a love for that there you go how about you heather well i was uh introduced to music i guess first of all by my father my father was really into the um, the rock from the 70s. Mm-hmm. And um, he had a bass guitar, and he would kind of break mm-hmm. it out and play along with mm-hmm. Peter Frampton. <laughs> there you go. And stuff like that. So, you know, and I, I was always fascinated by by him when, when he did that. And then I went to school, and um, I remember specifically being in fourth grade. And um, the, the music teacher I had was just beautiful. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that kind of captivated me. Right. And, uh, and she just instilled a love for what she did. Mm-hmm. And I knew in fourth grade, opening up the textbook and learning about whole notes and music theory, because it's not like anything else mm-hmm. that's taught in school. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was just really fascinated by that. And I knew from the time I was in fourth grade that I was going to be a music teacher. Boy, there you go. So, so that was the kind of teacher that really make an impression. Yes. And she's still teaching now. And it's funny because we're still friends. And, and uh, I was she in one of her first classes. so proud of classes. you. I yeah. can clearly see her face, right? Like, yeah. wow. Yeah. Excellent. Now let's go back to programs and the likes. Uh, tell us a little bit of details about uh, programming. When is that happening? And particularly the Delaware uh, Youth Chorale. So they will be singing a part of the Requiem with us, mm-hmm. and they're also singing a few of their own pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, they're doing uh, an arrangement of jubilant songs, so they'll be singing on the same text that the large group is singing. Okay. And uh, and I, th- I think that's a neat juxta- juxtaposition, mm-hmm. uh, because the, the large group is singing a very energetic and flashy version of that, okay. of that text. And um, I, I, hope, I hope that the kids... 
uh, make the connection and say, oh, mm-hmm. we're singing that song, kind of. Right. <laughs> I, right. Would, I would like to sing the grown-up version someday yes. myself. There yes. you go. Yeah. Now, if people are interested, uh, where do they get the tickets? Do you have an idea of the price involved? And when things are happening, that also be helpful for those interested. Well, this concert is April 27th, which is a Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's at 4.30 in the afternoon at the Schwartz Center. Tickets are available through the Schwartz Center website, uh, okay. schwartzcenter.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can also call and and, uh, and buy them through, purchase them through the, the box office. Mm-hmm. Um, our website, our organization's website is DelawareChoralSociety.org. Mm-hmm. And we have, a, we have a link to the Schwartz Center there, you there. and and you can you can purchase tickets at the door as well now if somebody happens to be interested in singing with you guys what do they need to do by all means i'm i'm happy to say that there is no audition necessary there you go we take it no right. audition so <laughs> can i just no well i do not apply for that our youth chorale so scratch that <laughs> <laughs> in any event uh, in any event um what do they need to do to really if they're interested in singing just go there call you guys uh what is the thing to do yeah sure you can go on our website and get information um we start rehearsals for uh, our winter and spring programs about 14 weeks out Okay. So we're about halfway into learning the Requiem, and then we will begin rehearsals for the winter program in the fall, generally early September. Okay, so pay attention to September and get in, connect, in contact with you guys, say yeah. maybe August, early mm-hmm. September. Yes, come to the concert in April, and then and then come to our first rehearsal in, in September. There you go. So that's a promise. Dover has a wonderful time having you guys. Thanks so much for your time. And time flies again when you're having fun. And believe it or not, we run out of time. So just want to thank you for your presence today. Thank you very much. Thank you.